Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Forum Meets. I'm delighted today to have uh, Sarah Thompson from Skipton Building Society. Hi, Sarah. How are you? Hello. All good, Ali. All the better for speaking to you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Bonus points for saying that, Sarah. Thanks very much. <laughs> so, um, do you want to just start out by um, introducing yourself and uh, giving people a potted history of your career and where yeah, you are yeah. right now? So um, most of you know me as a senior capacity planning analyst, but um, Skipton finally changed my title. So I'm now a senior planning and insight lead. So exactly the same job, just a little bit more of an official title. So um, so I've been doing um, working in the planning team for Skipton now for four years. Um, so really enjoying that. I've been able to see a lot of changes, been able to sort of help implement some of those changes. So really enjoyed that. Um, before that, I worked as a BI analyst for a year, just fancied a little bit of a data month. <laughs> month, it wasn't a month, it was a year. Um, and so again, that's been really like instrumental um, to how I've been able to sort of implement things and sort of look at data governance and things like that. So guys, if you ever get an opportunity to do a gap year, do it in data, seriously. Um, we um, Before that, I was in real time and in scheduling for British Gas. So again, I've been in planning for a very, very long time. And before that, I guess it's the dark ages. We don't need to talk about that. No one wants to know about that. <laughs> so, did, so did you dream of being in planning when you were a child? Is that where you started off? <laughs> no, not at all. I uh, I was actually trained. I'm, I'm, I'm a fully trained teacher. Um, so I was a primary school teacher way back in the dark ages. Um, but I absolutely love working with kids. I mean, you can imagine my teaching style. It was like demented hobbit, jumping around, having a great time. <laughs> Um, but it, it just wasn't for me dealing with, um, to be honest, dealing with some of the more nightmarish parents. Um, so I didn't know what to do with myself and I flew around the world for a year as a gap year, just kind of finding myself. And uh, then, yeah, I wanted a real job. So I went to, um, to British Gas and it was kind of the same story as most people in our profession. I started on the phones and decided I didn't really want to manage people. And then this role came up and I figured, oh, I'll, I'll give it a go. It's real time. It sounds like something I'd be interested in. And if you'd have told like 18 year old me, 20 year old me, Sarah, you're going to be really into planning and Excel and spreadsheets and modeling and Power BI and data, I'd have gone, I don't like Excel. I don't like modeling. I like doing fun stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and here I am, loving all of the above. <laughs> oh, see, yeah, you just find all the fun, didn't you? That's yeah. what it is. Anything's yeah. fun if I'm doing it. Yeah. God, that's crazy. Saying that, it's great that you've got your new title um, because yeah. you're one of the first people to be accredited in both planning and insight. I so am. it's nice to have both of them in your role. Oh, definitely. And and that's kind of, again, it's, it's what's made things a lot more interesting. And it's been able to, it's one of the things that we've been able to really utilize because I think, and Ian's probably going to love me for saying this, but I don't think you can plan without good insight, good data and good governance. You know, it, it, it's vitally important. You know, you can you can do the basics, but do you want to be basic or do you want to be the best? If yeah. you want to be the best, you need to have that insight and as long with that planning. So dual accreditation was it was it was what something I kind of always secretly wanted to do. But I didn't know if I could do it, but I think doing that again is really really exciting because it brings that extra layer to your planning it brings that extra layer to what you can provide to the business to show the reason behind your planning and it makes you sort of more well-rounded you're not just going well this button says this so we're doing yeah. that you're saying yeah, and this no. is why 
totally uh, totally and it builds that trust with operations that yeah. you do know what you're talking about and it and it isn't just a computer says no response yeah. Yeah. and that's kind of the most important thing i think one of the phrases we use quite a lot is telling a story with numbers and it's one of my little pet peeves is that we assume people can just do that and in reality if you don't understand where that numbers come from you can't really tell its story yeah. you know you could you couldn't tell you couldn't write a book if you didn't know what the main character's name was you know it's it's one of those where if, by having that layer of insight and not just getting the information from the mi team and then presenting it you're adding more authenticity and you know your data's got more integrity because you've seen it evolve and yeah. Like I say, you can just kind of, you, you own that. Do you know what I mean? You own that data. You're not just, you're not just regurgitating it. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, brilliant. Okay. So what would you say is the best thing about your role? Oh, I, I like change. I like making new things. I like efficiencies. You know, I'm wired wrong. So if I can make anything efficient, it stops me stressing that I'm really happy with that. Um, and I like, I like being able to, to make a difference. And I know that's mega cheesy, but like it, having a seat at the table as a planner, you, make, you realize how much of a difference you can make. And I think knowing that we can say things like, no, we can't release that product because it will do this to the customers. And it's not necessarily about our people all the time. It's the customer impact as well. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and knowing that we can make those differences is really exciting. And I also really like sort of, having the opportunity to try new things from a planning point of view you know we you know as planners we do get stuck in our ways sometimes so sometimes I like coming along and sort of shaking the cage a little bit just to see if I can anything interesting falls out you know and having this role I've been really lucky to do that because I do I you know I, I, I'm not a scheduler doing this side of desk my whole role is around how can we make things better how can we be the best planning team we can be and I absolutely love that brilliant and and is there anything that gets in the way of you doing more um i'm very fast-paced <laughs> so i i love change i would be like bang 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 let's do it let's just do it tomorrow there's no way i think sometimes i i, I sometimes call them the wait and see tribe um so i say if you if you follow me on linkedin i, I put a whole post on it the other week and they're like little woodpeckers so you get this wonderful idea of the tree yeah. and you get this woodpecker going at it and one little hole doesn't do anything you know you're like oh you know one hole but when you've got like millions of holes and this is what the wait and see tribe do they say nitpick and they find all those little holes and they pull them out and the next thing you know your tree's got no sap all the leaves fall off and the idea just completely goes so i think that's kind of it sometimes we call it the highest paid person's opinion as well um so i by the way i i've always loved that analogy that you guys have because i use it all the time and people get really confused um so you know that is another thing is sometimes i don't think people understand sometimes they understand the numbers but they can't ignore the gut feeling and obviously yeah. you know we all do it um but that's kind of what's frustrating to me is you know obviously influencing is extremely important but you can be the best influencer in the world but at the end of the day, you can only get so far. If that person there says no, then you're kind of stuck. So I think that's kind of one of the limitations is that it's certainly something I find frustrating. I mean, I've had to work on it a lot because it used to really bother me. Like, well, what's the point? Why, why should I even bother putting this forward? And it's like, well, for every five ideas that don't get through, one might. You yeah. know, and it's, it's, not, it's not the 
nice pleasant experience being told no but I, I always think a no is never permanent because if you can prove it again later and you can link it back and you can say well if you remember at this point we recommended this then you can kind of see you can almost let the value be added on its own you don't need to kind of like teach people to yeah. suck eggs you can kind of let people discover it for themselves so it's probably the biggest yeah. thing i've learned is that patience really is a virtue um so you know which i do i do struggle with still yeah. but it's, it's one of those that i think it's a good yeah. thing to yeah i think too it's it's that thing isn't often you kind of put the ideas out there and yeah. people initially go oh and then they'll yeah. come back six months later and go, why aren't we doing this? Yeah. Which can be a bit of, yeah, bang your head against the wall because you're like, And you're yeah. like, sorry, you but, came up with that idea, did you? Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's knowing sometimes if you plant the seeds, yeah, it yeah. will come back. Yeah, eventually. We'll go back to that tree. Doesn't grow overnight. <laughs> no, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so um, how does being part of the forum community help you? Do you know what? it's helped me in so many ways that I didn't think it would um and that sounds really strange but when when you guys came in and did your initial assessment at Skipton I had my guards up my walls were well and truly like we were at Rapunzel level um and I was like they're here to tell me I'm doing my job wrong they're here to catch me out and I was very very against it and as I started talking to you guys I started realizing that you know you weren't here to sort of tear everything down you know you pointed out our good bits you showed us our areas for improvement. And again, I, I probably got so much out of actually being part of the community more than I thought. So having the initial you know, um, assessment and having that plan to move forward towards accreditation was really you know, changing for me because I always thought I was average. I thought I was okay. I had such a poor view of Skipton and Skipton's planning. And then speaking to everyone, I was like, oh, actually, no, we're not that bad. We're not behind. We do this. We need to work on that. But we're actually doing this, this, and this already. So it's kind of almost having that benchmark. You, you kind of get out of that natural defeatist mentality of, oh, we're really bad. Oh, it's just awful. Yeah. That's why we need help. And also speaking to other people, you learn different ways of looking at something. It might not always be the, the right way, but it gives you something to think about. Yeah. Um, you know, we've been working with all sorts of people, you know, about I've, I've had calls with people about their modelling. I've had calls where people have talked me through things to do with our workforce management system, you know, and it's having that network of being able to share stuff. Because when you, particularly with all like workforce management systems, things like that, as much as we love our partners in there, sometimes it does become a sales pitch, you know, whereas when you talk to another user, you can get the real experience of like, well, we're doing this. Are you finding that? Oh, you're not. Right. So how could you do that? Yeah. So, or what's that little trick you use to overcome that? Yes. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And it, yeah. it's those little nitty gritty bits that you can't find in the in the handbook for the workforce management system yeah. or phone system. You know, you, you just kind of learn by playing. And I really like that kind of sharing culture as well, because I don't think there should be sort of it. I don't think you should hide things. I think you should talk about them. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. That, that's why we're here. That's why we're here. <laughs> And um, what top tips would you give to somebody who'd be looking to progress in their career? Uh, well, what, one of the things I've found is always be the person to ask why, especially in the really awkward situation. Um, I mean, Ali, you know me very well. I, I am always very, very comfortable jumping up in front of an audience, asking why, being that awkward person on a panel. You know, I 
but I really do think that is what's helped me the most is you know when people are kind of saying to you well you can't do that well why can't we do that well what, what's the worst that could happen I use that phrase so much honestly I'm gonna get it tattooed on my forehead like it's, it's one of those where it's like but what if we did do that and people never know what to do with that question and eventually I think it's I can't remember if it's called the five whys I think someone's mm -hmm. mentioned like if you ask why enough times you know, they're either going to have a definitive case for you or they're going to get themselves tied in knots and then you're going to be able to see an alternative route round. So don't be scared. And if you are scared, well, no one's going to know apart from you. You know, sometimes I do I do these things on like panels and people are like, oh my God, Sarah, you're so confident. You're so like, like I am, but I need about three hours afterwards to calm down because of all the adrenaline that's running through me, you know, and it's, I think one, one of the things my mum said is that if you fall over, just finish it with a forward roll and do a flourish, and then you've done gymnastics. So, Brilliant. you know, exactly the same yeah. with presenting and talking and doing things you're scared of. So. That's it. Brilliant. Sarah, thank you very <laughs> much for your time today. That, that's been excellent. Uh, well, always great to speak to you and look yeah. forward to speaking to you soon. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks.